0: You're listening to The Breeze with DP and Haas on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into The Breeze on Ticket Weekends. I am Harrison Arns here with Haas and DP as always. Uh, But I know, Haas, you had something ready, so I'll go ahead and throw it to you right off the break here.
1: DP, did you say the universe speaks? The sports, the universe will just speak.
2: <laughs> it, it, wow! It really, it really, the universe takes care of itself, uh, and all of us. Naeem Hines takes the opening kickoff for of Buffalo <laughs> and takes it back for a touchdown. And you can't, you couldn't write it in a script. If you put it in a movie, uh, they wouldn't believe it. But the universe has its way of loving on us anyway. So, well done, well done. As- that's really cool. Well, we
1: should we should stay there with football and and knowing that there are some games that will dictate the playoffs. I, I guess I have a couple questions for you guys. We could start with the NFC. Let's talk about Packers Lions. So, if we rewind, I don't know how many weeks ago it was, but the. Talking about myself for a second, I got one Hoss-Boss guarantee r- pick wrong for the year, and it was picking the Packers over the Lions
0: yeah.
1: a very long time ago, and it was like the easiest sure thing because the Packers are the Packers and the Lions are the Lions, and the Lions won that game and then they won a lot of games in a row or just they they, <laughs> they weren't who we thought they were. <laughs> and, and, and so the Sunday night game tonight might be – a win and in an if the Seahawks lose. So what do you guys think? Do you think the seven seed, which historically the worst team has the most momentum, do you think they, they can defeat the two seed in the playoffs? Do you think the, the Packers, Lions, or Seahawks can make some noise in the playoffs?
2: Here's what we know about the NFL and playoffs. Teams that have to play their way in have a natural advantage over teams that got the opportunity to cruise a little. Every year, a team from, from the lower half of the playoff system fights its way through into the playoff and then through to a championship game. It happens every year. So to say that we would expect Green Bay or Detroit not to be competitive, well, what quarterbacks in the NFC are you going to take over Aaron Rodgers in a one-game shootout? That—that's like—that's it, right? That—that that a Super Bowl, a guy that's played in the Super Bowl in either way will come out of this game if it matters, right? Golf has been there. He mm-hmm. understands. it. Right? Rogers has been there. He understands it. Now, I'm not sure what the Seahawks are gonna do. Like, I would in my heart of hearts, I would like to believe that Geno Smith gets to have the Cinderella story. And that the season ends in a on a positive note. Now that's a game Is that game in Seattle? Is is that
0: not I'm deep. not sure. I think that one's on the road. Let me double check here.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure. And I would say oh, it's yeah, as simple Rams, as that. Seattle.
0: Yeah, Rams out yeah. Seattle. Yeah.
2: So if it's in Seattle, I think Seattle wins it. I don't think the twelfth man allows it to end any other way. Um, but the football gods tend to pay attention to make that last game of the evening worthy. <laughs> like it makes it, it makes that game matter. So then you would say Seattle's gonna find a way to screw it up. And then we get the full Cinderella versus the the legend. And then we tell another story, because this will play a big part in the Aaron Rodgers legend. If he can lead a bad Green Bay team into the playoffs, it further cements who he said he is. But if he fails, holy goodness, it becomes a whole discussion point for the turn. This is the changing of the guard, the official uh, end of things as we know it, and probably the end of Aaron Rodgers' career in Green Bay, right? So, again, we don't have to give it a whole lot of brain thought because the universe is like, chill, I got you. Like, <laughs> I'm going to make this fun, and we're going to have a good time. But I'm just not sure that that game... Gets meaning I'm surprised they didn't put a team that could win it and decide yeah. how it plays out as the final game. Like, there are tons of games. The Patriots win and get in. What would have been the better game on national TV than Buffalo Patriots? Right? Like, the Patriots yeah, are playing. Like, they win, they get in. And, oh, by the way, it's Buffalo. That would have been my Sunday night. That would have been my final game of the season. But that's just me, I think, weird. And I keep <laughs> I keep hoping for that. Harrison, what say you?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty much, I think I'm pretty much with you on all of it. Uh, with the Lions and Green Bay Packers, either of those teams, I think, would scare me in the playoffs. I mean, they're both getting, they got red hot at the exact same time. You look at everyone's talking about Rodgers. Um, is it his receiver's fault? Is Rodgers losing his step? And then sure enough, they get a little more continuity going. Everything starts clicking. Rodgers looks really great again, Then they're rattling off wins. Same thing with Goff. Lions absolutely stumbling out of the gates. They're, they're struggling, trying to pick things up. Eventually, they start rattling off wins again. They're getting hot. Uh, same thing. Both those guys have been there and done it. Seahawks are probably the only one where I don't really see any sort of big push in the playoffs. Maybe something can happen there. Uh, I do like this game with the Rams tonight. I, I think they'll probably win that one. The Rams just been disappointing all season long. But I still don't know if they have enough. I like Geno Smith, but I'd have to see a little more before I really put a ton of money into him making any sort of run in the playoffs. But I do like Pete Carroll's done it before, but I just don't know if Geno Smith is quite good enough. Haven't seen him at that high of a level yet to where he's had to do that. So that's kind of where I'm at with those teams. But out of all of them, I definitely feel like Packers are probably the scariest threat right now. That it's a team that you absolutely want to be eliminated from the playoffs if you're on that side of the division. So
1: the Niners have a 95% chance of being the two seed. Um, Reason being that is the Eagles are playing the Giants, and the Giants have Uh to win, and the Giants are resting everyone, and yada, yada, yada. Uh, It's going to be very hard for, for the Giants to win that game if that's the case. And so if that's going to happen, I don't see the Niners losing to Arizona. So the Niners will stay at two. So here are a couple bad scenarios for the Niners. They would have to play the Seahawks for a third time. You never It's very hard to beat a th- team three times in a season, even, even if you're much better than them. So the Niners owned the Rams last year, and I did not want to play the Rams for a third time. I actually wanted to play Tampa Bay. So beating a team three times is nearly impossible. So that's one. Even though the Seahawks are the third worst of those three teams in my opinion, the Lions are hot. Um, they they have the identity of their coach, and so that is a I think a playoff type of identity. Yeah, like he he, he looks like uh, everyone is is drinking five coffees with uh, shots of caffeine and whatever. Like that's how the Lions are playing. That's their coach three the Packers that's everyone's scariest team the Niners have owned Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs but it's like batting in baseball like you go 0 for 10 eventually you're gonna you're gonna get it so I I don't know if the Niners are in a good position as a number two I'd rather be the three and play the Giants so
2: <laughs> no, you no you like no you wouldn't it goes against every thread of who the, who you are and who the Niners are like you're really deep down upset you're not the one seed and have it it wouldn't matter as a one seed as a two seed you're going to be home against everybody except Philly and you not don't particularly are afraid you're not particularly afraid of going to Philly anyway We're not going to Philly. We're hosting
1: the NFC Championship.
2: Right.
0: (laughs) I think DP might have froze a little bit there.
2: Yeah. Oh, there he goes back. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think it's funny to have Haas all of a sudden play – Like, oh, I'm tepid about the Niners. I'm not. I'm not. It wouldn't matter if it was Aaron Rodgers. It certainly wouldn't matter if it was Detroit. It just wouldn't. Look, to be exactly who the Niners say they are, they don't care that they have to beat Seattle a third time. As a matter of fact, they embrace it just to, to be able to say, we gave you three shots to beat us and you still came up empty. That is more the 49ers way to me. So, look, I, I think the 49ers are the team to beat in the NFC, no matter how it plays out. Like I, I, ju- I just I, I don't I don't think it matters who, 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 who comes through. Um, I'd like to see them have to go through Philly, but I think more likely that they're going to have to go through Dallas, and that makes me sick to my
0: stomach.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, it does, because I don't want Dallas to, to be in a game that, that's that meaningful. Like, I want them to take a loss in round one. And then on the other side, the same thing. Like, we, we're we giving a lot of love and attention to the Bengals and Bills. We'll talk a, a little bit about Jacksonville, because I think they made another statement last night. But all of this rides through that MVP dude in Kansas City. You know. with their weather and their style of play. So, look, the football god is in full control. This is going to be fun. Like, today's going to be nuts. We'll get an evening to exhale and then get a, a college football championship game, and then we'll have a week to just pound our head into the dirt over these these wild card games because four champions will play uh, – all four of them will be at risk because that's how it plays out. And if you're a one and a two and you don't have to play next week, guess what? You're happy and you're good. You're thankful that you get to sit on your couch and watch other people fight for survival.
1: Let me let me add this. Just uh, I think we have a little bit more time before break. For the 49ers, because I want to talk about the AFC, people are, are, are talking about Purdy. I don't know who. I don't care what people say. You guys have asked me questions about Garoppolo. I get texts about who the quarterback should be for the 49ers next year. I hope they have a problem where it's impossible to bench Brock Purdy. Because that means he won a Super Bowl and you said no to Tom Brady coming. This guy throws the ball to the right spot. Throws deep balls. He... Let me see how I can say this without disrespecting uh, like a- athletic quarterbacks. He doesn't get sacked because he does these crazy jukes in, in 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 the huddle, or I'm sorry, behind the line, where it should be second and 18, and he gets open, he, does, he jukes this way and throws it out of bounds. And, and, and so it's second and 10. Those are the little things that he does. But the most important thing that he does because of the receivers that the Niners have, they have receivers that run after the catch really well. And so he puts the ball in a place that lets them run full speed and go. And so with that, it's very accurate and there is no play that they can't run, which for your third string quarterback, we're we're talking about Philly. Oh no, our starting quarterback's not here. The season's over. They're third string quarterbacks playing. He's never played in the NFL before this year and he's undefeated. Give me a break. The 49ers are the team to beat in the NFC.
0: Uh, one thing I'll give I the 49ers uh, is that you if you didn't like Jimmy G, right? But you could just plug no. him and play him. Like the the 49ers, it doesn't seem like it matters who gets back there. Their, their offense is just must be one of the just easiest offenses to run because it feels like whoever steps in there I mean, they're just on fire, and the weapons you have around you and the defense on top of it as well. Uh, but I am impressed by Purdy. I did not think he'd step in and be that efficient. So that that is surprising. But it is also a testament to just the 49ers as a team, how easy it is to plug and play, guys. My tone,
1: though, is there's disrespect on Purdy's name. They are saying that it's the system, you could put anyone in there, and it's the defense. He's come in and shown that he's a, a really strong quarterback. And it, it – I don't think you could take the 50 average quarterbacks that have played this season and and plug him into the 49ers and have him do what he did. They they took a guaranteed contract. (laughs) I'm serious. They took the guaranteed.
2: (laughs) He's literally showing, the 49ers are showing, it doesn't matter who plays quarterback for the 49ers. That's the important message. It doesn't matter. With that offensive skill set where guys will catch a two-yard throw, and turn it into a 15-yard play. That's the offense. That's literally offense is space, space is offense. And for the 49ers, they space you out and get athletic people in every position. Kittle's ability to be athletic against smaller, more athletic guys is what makes this offense special. You get the ball to Kittle in short space, let him work. Let IU get it in short space, let him work. Let McCaffrey take a, a, a dump pass and turn it into a, a 20-yard play. They're literally, look, I I get. The, I love the fact that he hasn't lost a game, which matters, right? Just to step in place and not lose a winnable game. But they literally said it doesn't matter if it's Trey Lance, Jimmy G, or Brock Birdie. We're still a legitimate force, especially when you got the one thing that all of them need, which was McCaffrey. Yeah. Like, that's the part that Samuel and Ayuk and Kittle and McCaffrey – those four, hoss, you throwing dumb passes could have the 49ers undefeated right now. So let's not, look, I don't want to crown, let's not crown Brock Purdy the king of all, all quarterback pros. He's literally doing the thing that the 49ers set him up to do, which was not screw up the best defense in football. Like, that's it. Like, take a short field. We're going to get you better opportunities. You've got five incredible options that you don't have to hold the ball. So, and guess what? When you can throw and dump to four, the fifth guy downfield, yes, he's a vertical stretch by himself. He should be an easy throw. It's an open throw. Yeah. Okay, well done, Brock Purdy. But come on, anybody could coach Joe Quarterback tonight. Why couldn't
1: Jimmy G make those throws then? Why couldn't he throw the 25-yard ball? Because he didn't have Christian
2: McCaffrey and a healthy he and a healthy group. He did. Like, that's what that is.
1: No, the, the problem with Garoppolo is when Garoppolo wanted to throw a 20, 25-yard pass, he had the Jameis Winston issue, and he'd throw it to the wrong team. And, and so because of that, Kyle Shanahan's like, look, you turn over the ball way too much. We need you to chill out. You need to throw these plays. We need to do jet sweeps with you. And, be, and, and what, I, what I've seen with Purdy, and I, you, look, we're right. They have a lot of weapons. We're forgetting about their weapons because there's so many. But I have not seen a 49er quarterback throw the ball 30 yards down the field, which is why they got Trey Lance. And so for for him to do that, and for him to uh, make every throw as a very small guy, I I am elated as a fan. That's all.
2: Lance beat out Purdy and Garoppolo. That says like that tells me everything. I'm not saying Purdy's better than Lance. I'm just saying Purdy's better than Garoppolo. Well, Garoppolo's Super Bowl quarterback, and until Purdy gets him to the Super Bowl, he's not as good as as, as Garoppolo. I'm pretty much like, right. Sure look, well. we can crown him. We can crown him in in February. Right now, early January, that ain't it. When he gets him to the Super Bowl, we can have the conversation.
1: And I will say the thing I enjoyed about the Raiders game is he actually got some reps of difficulty. So having to lead a drive, having to go to overtime, like that. those are important reps to, to get the friction, like you like to say, and, and have some adversity for a rookie quarterback that will hopefully give him some, some more aptitude for, for leading the 49ers' success if they have to come back. Because every game the Niners have played fine, has been yeah. easy. Yeah. We're going to find <laughs>
0: out. We're going to find out. You just got to wait yep. and watch him too, right? Because, like, everyone gets so excited about quarterbacks every year. And then give him a year when everyone's got the scouting report. See if Purdy still looks good the next season, right? If Once they figure out what his weaknesses are, then you get the real valuation. So, I, I like what I'm seeing, but I'm just not sold yet, right? Like, what DP said, you got to see him, like, really do something crazy before I'm like, okay, this guy's different. But he's playing well. So, I mean, if you're a 49ers fan, you can't be anything but happy. Uh, but I'm just not ready to crown him for anything yet.
1: On record, I, I, I hope Trey Lance is a starter next year. But I, I hope there's a massive issue because this guy won the Super Bowl. And how, how do you bench a quarterback to win the Super Bowl? That, that's a, a dream as a 49er fan. That, that's what I was trying to get
0: at. So Absolutely. Um, should we talk about the AFC or do we have to go to commercial? Uh, we got about three minutes. We can rapid fire real quick unless you want to save it for the next segment.
1: We got to we got to talk about the Royal Rumble DP or you want to you want to hold that to next week?
2: We can hold that to next week. It'll be a, okay. it'll be a wild card weekend. We will have plenty of talk. <laughs> right.
1: All right. So then knowing that the AFC has some scenarios. We know the Chiefs are number 1. The the Bills could have a one seed on paper where the home game between the Chiefs and the Bills is a alternate site. Uh what do you
2: think about the Bengals and Ravens today? Well, it's weird. The Ravens need Lamar. Like, they need Lamar. And without Lamar, they're not the Ravens. They're not a threat. They're not uh, a team that you worry about. Yeah, there's some physical stuff you got to deal with. But the reality is nobody's afraid of The Ravens without Lamar. With Lamar, it's a problem. So the Bengals have long game issues. They're their on, the only success for them is winning the Super Bowl. Different aspirations, different standard of play. The Ravens are just trying to stay alive. The Bengals are playing for something greater. So no matter where they play, Joe Burrow, his play, he and what Zach Taylor have, have committed to doing work. It works. You've got stellar players at each position. Defensively, uh, you throw enough bells and whistles in there that you're complicated in what they do. They're a little bit different than the Ravens, and the Ravens will just fatten their necks and come after you. There's a little bit of chess play when it comes to the Bengals and keeping those smaller athletes uh, active and fluid. So um, I would expect that the Bengals figure out a way to win today to, to, to make this conversation easy. That's how you can identify great teams in the postseason. Teams that win games that they have to win when there's something in play. Like, the worst thing a, a division champion can do today is lose a game against somebody that didn't have as much in play for. Like, that to me is a statement. So we'll know today who the Bengals are. Are they legitimate Super Bowl champion threat? Or will they just be somebody that falls in line that other teams will have to?
0: Yeah, that's, that's a perfect spot to put in a pin in, and actually, because um, we still want to get a little bit more to the rest of the AFC on the next segment. So but definitely stay tuned in. This is The Breeze on 93.7 The Ticket, TicketFM.com. We'll be back right after this break.